Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's the morning sickness. It's 545. How are you? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And there's Jerome Bettis. The bus. The man. <laughs> Sitting in the room with us this morning. Doing a little dog juggling as I take care of this big fella. You might remember him as Philip, last week's pick of the litter. Well, I took him. I stole him. And Brett met the people I stole them from. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> me. He's talking about yeah. me, not those guys. No, they were great. It was a uh, quite a harrowing adventure yesterday, or a Friday, because uh, I went back. After Thursday, I did the pick of the litter with what his name at the time was Philip J. Fry. Videos are up and all that stuff. A lot of people saw him comment. Philip was popular. Philip and I bonded nearly immediately, and I'm like, we're in trouble here. So, uh... Couldn't help myself. The next day I went back in there. I'm like, hey, if I wanted to foster this dog to get him out of the shelter and help out, can I do that? And then do the introductions to my dogs with the hopes of being a failure at foster. And they were like, absolutely. So I ran down there Friday after the show, about 1, one, one o'clock, I suppose. Hop in there, start filling out the paperwork to foster Philip. Going to turn his name into Bus, Jerome, but Bus mostly. Bus and I again. We see each other. Eyes meet. Bus is basically a uh, an English or French or some type of bulldog. Just imagine if Brady was absolutely adorable. That's exactly what he is. If Brady was the most adorable little animal on all fours ever, if you just took a chunk of Brady and said to some wizard, make this adorable, <laughs> it is Bus. So uh, it, adorable Brady. So Bussy's there and uh, hanging out with Bus and... All that, and then these two uh, nice people come in, uh, and they say, uh, "I hear them as I'm sitting in the lobby." Say, "We're here for Philip." Ooh! And the lady behind the counter says, "Oh, I'm sorry, he's already been adopted." And I'm sitting there with my head down, like, "Oh no, I don't have Philip in my hands yet." And uh, then they say, "Hey, wait a minute. Uh, we called, and he's not. You know, but they said, I'm sorry, he's been he's been adopted." They look at me, they leave. Guys in a Packers hat. Girls just got tons of hair. They leave, and they, I see them standing in the parking lot, and I turn to Erica at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue, and I'm like, those people, just, they know it's me. Like, not, they know I'm stealing the dog. And they came back in, and they looked at me, and they said, you said we had till Sunday. And I'm like, damn it, listeners. <laughs> uh, and then the guy in the Packers hat and I... Started to talk back and forth. I'm like, I couldn't help it. I'm like, there's just something going on here. This, you know, sometimes a dog picks you, blah, 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 and going back and forth. But you said, and I'm like, look, if he doesn't get along with my dogs, that's why I'm only fostering right now, although it's going fairly well. Uh, if he doesn't get along with my dogs, then, you know, there'll be a situation where I'm going to bring him back. I've never done this before, and I didn't mean it at all. But I said, hey, you're in your Packers hat. Steelers Packers, whoever wins the game gets to keep the dog. 
Well, I mean, that happened my way. <laughs> but I, I felt so guilty, and you know me. I felt so guilty about that. I actually, uh, we exchanged numbers and stuff just in case. And uh, his name's Jeremy uh, Marks, and he's a, they're very nice people. His girlfriend, Stephanie, they're incredibly nice. And uh, they were throwing the heat at me yesterday. With They're like, oh, we already told our kids it was happening. And <clears throat> we said, who wants a puppy today? And they drove all the way down there from where they live. I don't even know where that is. Far. And they drove in and missed it. And because I said you had till Sunday, but I took them Friday. And uh, so I invited them to my house for they, the Steelers game. Nice. And they showed up, which was the bigger surprise. Which is kind of on them, Brett. Brett was there yesterday because Matthias is a Packer fan. She yeah. came to watch her team get beat. And uh, did she wear a jersey? She wore a tank uh, yeah, top. She, yeah, she was. Packers she, tank she had a clown gear on. Yeah, she's allowed to wear a clown gear. He wore. Brett wore a Roethlisberger. Or no, you wore a Najee uh, Harris jersey. Yeah. He's looking through my jerseys. He goes, "You don't have any guineas in here." <laughs> I'm like, "I've got my Franco. I'll go back and get it." That's just the uh, the stack of usables for fans. But you, you Najee, look good. You yeah. look good doing it. Yeah. But Brett was there, and he saw that Bussy. And these, uh, the people who would have changed his name to Woodson, he was going to name it after a football player for the Packers. Oh, I know. All right, now I'm all for uh, it. I know. So you called me a dick. Yes. I'm saving yeah. this dog's life. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a Vikings fan and wore her Vikings clothes to my house, <sighs> which just looks ridiculous. She's a very pretty lady, and she was walking around like Barney all day long. I was wondering why there was a Vikings fan there. That's like, what the hell is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah right. what is going on? Yeah, the rules were, but I felt so guilty. I just bent all the rules of, of what, and they were really cool, so... Uh, so they came by, and it's even worse now because they got to see this dude in action, and he's cool as hell. So, like, now it's just rubbing their nose in it. But then when the Steelers beat the Packers, they kind of lost all rights, I think. <laughs> you know? Legit bet. Uh, no, I didn't stand by it when she brought it up because I forgot I said that. She said it somewhere around halftime when it was getting a little tight. And she goes, you said whoever wins. And she goes, and if they, nah. I'm like, I didn't mean that. But at the end, then I was like, remember when I said that if the Steelers won, that was victory Monday. <laughs> oh, you didn't win a dog? So Bussy's been a treat. Uh, and, I, you know, Jeremy and his girlfriend, they're very nice people. Came by, couldn't have been cooler. That had to be a kick that in the nuts out. for them. Yeah, it was a kick in the nuts for them. Because, yeah, I mean, coming by I'm... and seeing him, too. And he's like, he's a, he's he's a people magnet. Like, you just look at him, he looks like a troll. He's got the strangest... He's got the strangest look, but he's glued to me, man. He is he is my shadow. He's a good-looking dog. He's a, he, he, well, he's a unique-looking animal. <laughs> it's his personality what gets him by. He just sounds like a stomach all the time. Just constantly making <laughs> noises. Like, it's weird, like you've got some troll living in a cage somewhere near you at all times. But Andy makes about two pounds of soft serve a day. It is... Uh, ridiculous amount of feces that comes out of this body a lot and it's high piled high and deep right it looks like a wendy's frosting it's a lot nice put yeah. some jimmies on it oh you could jimmy it and i could fool you you'd get you you would be so enraptured by the free well, frosty that it would take two bites before you realize the smell and it's actually kind of an intoxicating sweetness to smell i don't know what he's been eating at the shelter but they've been doing it right but i've been trying to get him you know acclimated this guy said, John, you're officially Lucy from the Charlie Brown thing. Whiff! Pulled the football out right from the last second. Yeah, I did. I Jer- uh, Jeremy got Lucy. I swiped it. But he's everybody's best friend. I went over to, uh, so this is a great part of the story so far for Bus. And I have to apologize not only to Jeremy and Stephanie, Stephanie for swiping the dog, but I'm acclimating my dogs over at Granada Park. 
So I'm getting them introduced to each other. Yesterday, Gordon and Frank, the two littles, uh, met met uh, with me and Bussy at the park. So here's how you're supposed to do it is to kind of get like you're on a walk with Bus. And then the other two dogs are at the park, too. And you just kind of slowly let them meet. And then if it gets a little weird, you pull them away and go on your way. Go, you know, and just keep running into each other. So Megan's got uh, the other two helping out with the intros. I got Bussy. And so she shows up with the... Uh, Frank and Gordon, who are about two 15-pound little terriers, little tiny guys. And they're walking along doing their thing, and they see me, and they're like, hey, cool, who's the new guy? And we get close, and everything's fine. And then at the park yesterday, it was just just stacked with people. And I live over in an area, and I still can't figure out where it is, that is uh, loaded with Orthodox Jewish people. Like the, they wear, like Saturday and Sunday. I don't know what day you're supposed to do it, but I see it on Saturday, and I see it on Sunday in the full gear. You know the hats, the the full clothes. Well, uh, and, and but then there it was. There's. I'll tell you this. There's nothing more entertaining than an Orthodox Jew softball game because I was looking at that for a little while yesterday, and I'm like, man, there's they're some going athletes. at it, huh? There, there's some athletes in the Jewish community that if they just put some comfortable clothes on and some shoes, you could run. And I think some of that softball stuff. There's a kid made a diving play in his full on suit. Wow. Playing a little third base over there at Jewish softball. Got Sandy Koufax yeah. out there whipping them in. Some and dude lefty in it in there, and the ball's breaking right. And I'm like, man, this is outstanding. Jewish softball might be something I'd watch on ESPN. Shalom. I don't know what you'd call this. <laughs> so they're everywhere on Saturday and Sunday. And they're identifiable by the yarmulkes and the, the outfits. And the, a lot of times those payaks, those curls that come down their face. And so uh, Frank, my dog... Doesn't like the outfit. Frank is Hamas. Frank is not a oh, fan of the Jewish outfit at all, especially on kids. Now, Frank's not a big fan of kids either, which is why I love him. But uh, little boy tried to walk in front of Frank, and he'd had it, like just barked like crazy. So we're walking by this this group, and I have to apologize to them. They don't know my dog's names. But there's Megan going, you know, Gordon doesn't seem to mind the Jews, but Frank just hates the Jews. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I think you can say that here. I think that's something you need to keep to yourself. Yeah, he just saw a Jewish boy and went crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, Frank the dog. Save the dog. <laughs> yeah, he was yelling and just went nuts. I could barely contain him. Just, Frank does not like these Jews. I'm like, stop <laughs> saying that. A little girl just whips her head around like, oh. And now, now I realize we're part of that commercial that says Jewish hate is up like 450%. Like, no, we're fine with the Jews. The you'll dog. Be, you'll be in this month's publication. Oh, yeah. There'll be pictures on next door apps. These two know someone named Frank and they're friends with him. Gordon doesn't mind the Gordon didn't. Gordon didn't mind the Jews. Gordon didn't care. Let the Jews pet him all day. Frank wouldn't let the Jews touch him. Like, even come close. A lot of times the dog. And I'll tell you this. Orthodox Jewish people understand the dog thing because when you walk by, they're all like, they're saying they speak the other language. When they see each other, it's all uh, Yiddish. It's crazy. It's kind of fun to listen to, especially during a softball game. But they come by. Hey, they're all Jackie Mason. And I never run into them at Safeway, but they're all at the park. Hey, do you want if I pet your dog? <laughs> no, and I can't help but giggle because it's like somebody from Family Guy was drawn and came to life and just. Do you want if I pet your dog? Look at me, be so adorable. And he starts petting. Bussy, one of them. Oh, this is this is the type of dog I can really get behind. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? 
And then, uh, you know, walk along and another, and then a little kid. Hey, do you mind if I picture a dog? And I'm like, even the kids sound hey, like this? Yeah, it's really, <laughs> what do you think about these dogs? Ah, it's pretty good. They go to fourth grade. Couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be better. But now they think that someone named Frank in my household hates them. So I apologize for uh, that being kind of shouted out at the park. Frank just hates the Jews. Hey, 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 hey. Miss something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Zip it. And then here's another thing you've got to do. You've got to warn people uh, in the park. I don't go to the park a lot, but there needs to be some park rules. If you're going to shoot a rocket off, everyone needs to know it. Everyone. Now, you might have, you've got some tense Jews, first of all. I'm assuming that they're feeling a little tension, especially. Since you got Aryan Nation wandering around with Frank talking about how much hate there is for them, uh, they're playing some softball. They're this dude launches this weird rocket out of nowhere on one of those giant like wire. Things. I didn't so see it. I just heard it go off. And it's just explode. I scatter. Dogs are barking. Jews are screaming. Everybody's running around. This guy's like, hey, <laughs> okay, asshole, say. Listen up, everybody. I'm about to launch a rocket. You can't just go rocket launching in the middle of a crowded park without some announcement first, unless you're an asshole. And you're an asshole. And then, you know, they, they, then it's, and then, park full of Jews. You look up in the sky. Parachute. Parachutes. <laughs> so if you weren't like a, you know, if you were kind of hard of hearing Jew, this is the most horrifying visual of all time. And what's amazing is there's a, Terrible. that parachute's coming down. It's just a bunch of kids running it down. Oh, that's what it was. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Yeah, it was a crowded park of people enjoying themselves. This dude, and I think they launched multiples at the same time because there were a bunch of parachutes coming in. The kids lost their minds. I didn't even see where these people were. They're launching a rocket. I ran. I, like, I was real close. And (laughs) looking at me, and I'm like, you don't know that I'm not a veteran on Veterans Day, you asshole. What if I've got post-traumatic stress disorder and you just blew up my pants? Get over it, bro. Yeah, get over it, bro. It's been a couple of years. Rocket launches need signs and announcements to crowded places, you idiots. Everybody. Like, kind of. And all these did- uh, Yeah, I mean, I went to Butler Park back in the day and, you know, there's always a guy with the, the kids. Right. Usually it's like a science project or something. Sure. But I couldn't believe... The size of the rockets. I remember doing it with a kid. This thing was a yeah. yeah, three or four footer. It was like people size. And it was floating towards me. And I'm like, if I catch this thing, it's mine. I don't know if you can reuse them or whatever, but Yeah. Okay. I would have kept it and I'd have stomped it right front. Like you dicks. It, the noise and the poor Jews playing softball hit the deck. Like everybody was everybody was just scared <laughs> leapless. You don't launch those things. On Veterans Day weekend, you don't start launching weapons. Nobody with everything going on over there, you know. Exactly, you got Jews all over the place. Now I don't know if the people who did it were Jewish, but good lord, 
read the room. It's like having like a, you know, having the Kennedys over and just start shooting. <laughs> you just don't do it. You don't show James Brady your gun collection. You don't. You don't break out the knives for the Goldmans. <laughs> and you don't shoot rockets, surprise rockets, at parks full of Jews. Frank hates them. I understand that. Boy, Frank does not like Jewish kids. I had a dog once that hated Mexicans. Big time. Like, he could identify Max. Lexi was... She... If, there, if you were... If you had done some yard work, she hated you. Like, we would... And I had another... I had a dog that hated beagles. Like, only beagles. We'd see a beagle every once in a while on a walk, and Sheila would lose her Nothing mind. Nothing to do with it. All other dogs were fine. Beagles out. And also on Saturday, and I'm not sure this really happened. I need some clarification from the only place this could have happened was Luke Air Force Base. But somewhere on Saturday afternoon around, I don't know when it was, I text you, uh, I think a stealth bomber went over my house because. And it went over mine. Well, it was a whole. An hour. If they're flying them. hour or so later. Well, it must have been a different one. It was one. an earthquake. Wouldn't have made it an hour from my house to your I house. I know. That was what. what's weird. Whatever went over. Yeah. Because I had was a huge. shadow. I'm like, that was weird. And then nothing. And then like 10 or 15 seconds later, <laughs> my house is rattling. It was yeah. low. And I went outside and there's just like this sliver in the sky, kind of far off. I'm like, what the? You also got to let people know when that's going to happen. I know it's Veterans Day, but it wasn't a flyover. I'm familiar with that sound. Like a pew, like the, the F-16s, F-17, whatever those are. And usually you hear that and you can see them. It's this, like something that went through a parking garage, you know, and all the alarms go off. Yeah. I looked out, uh, and horrifying. then I looked up in the sky. I couldn't tell which direction it was coming from. I, it just Mine was just a I weird shadow. I was inside, shadow. and all of a sudden the house starts shaking. A little mine, bit. Mine Dogs a go crazy. Full out weird, like cloud going past the sun, black. And I'm just sitting on the couch, like, oh, something just crossed over the sun. That's <laughs> whatever that was, was large. And then, like, it was on top of the house. Monster noise. I just wanted I thought, you know, because when you had said that, and about an hour later, I'm like, oh, maybe that, there was the. Uh, is that it? I didn't see anything. I saw. Oh, okay, I, saw, I, like, yeah, a slit I didn't see in the sky. I didn't know what it was. I looked, well, but out. I knew it wasn't. Uh, you know, Gateway Airport bringing in one of the jets there. Yeah. This thing just. Well, at first, my first thought was, "Oh, that plane's going to crash because of the noise." It was too low, and it was way too much. Apparently, they unveiled their new stealth bomber this weekend, and the first flight was on Friday, so they may have been Deer? testing it out. That's in California, but that was on Friday, so Saturday they could have been testing and just going across. It's a bomber. Didn't they tell so. us that. That's Probably not horrifying. Stealth. I know. You're not supposed to know. I know, but it's daytime. It's stealth daytime. That's not very stealth if this if it uh, blots if it blots out the sun and then rattles my house. The last thing it is is stealth, but it would have gotten the job done because before I knew it was even there, it, it could have dropped a thousand things on my house. Before. The sound that followed it was huge, though. I don't know what the hell that thing was, but Luke, if you're floating stealth around, can I get an update or a text or something? Probably somebody named Frank is flying that thing yeah. over Granada Park, but uh. that's Frank. That's his plane. Boy, oh boy, does he hate those dudes! Stop it! Where are the? Where are they? Like, where do they go during the week? They're everywhere. Yes, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, Brett. You got to come to this park on nice days. It's insane. The best shalom. 
I know that. I know where the, I know where they I know where the hive is. Yeah. I don't know where they are normally. They just there they are at the they're park. Clusters. I don't see them walking. I don't. They're just a pile of them playing softball and picnicking and walking around fishing and stuff. It was weird. They were fishing. <laughs> well, man, there's more Jews fishing. Hey, this is the craziest park of all time. And, and, you know, I think on Sunday they're allowed to drive, but I don't know that on Saturday they are, the Orthodox, and they fill that park up. And they don't seem to have any problems with the weather because they're in big wool suits. Now they're uh, appreciating a little bit. Oh, the weather's yeah. nice. Yeah, getting yeah. out in that. Because I can't imagine being Jewish in this uh, in this climate in the summertime with that outfit. Because you'll see them sometimes on Saturday walking by the park at 108. And you're like, Jesus. Uh, your God doesn't love you. If, he may. if it's all wool, he just doesn't care about you. No religion worth that. None. None. I know you're desert people, but you you moved. You could have calmed her down. Can't you do a wool t-shirt and shorts and the hat? That's tradition. We have to keep tradition alive. I understand that, but don't you, don't you rather? Isn't comfort part of the tradition? I, you, you're a wise people. You've been through a lot. Why put yourself through more? The, the struggle your, your people have been through for 5,000 years, and you decide to dress in wool in Phoenix. That's ridiculous. Well, the God says, the book is. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, be like Catholics. Change the book up when it starts getting inconvenient. Start just, nah, he didn't mean it. Crustaceans, nah, it was silly. That was the first book. We can eat them now, Jesus said. Be like them. That's a religion I can get behind. One that has absolutely no moral standard. It's, it flips and flops all over the place. The Pope just fired a guy because he started to cr- criticize him for saying transgenders can be priests and stuff. And the guy in Texas is like, that's not, you can't do that. And the Pope, you're fired. The Pope just canned him. Like, Step wow. down. Step Man, down now. I think the guy in Texas might be right, but all right. I said, we never do that. We never have that. We never do that. The woman with the pecs and the things and they act like she's got the sh- a schmiel. I don't know what the word is for penis, but I'll say schmiel. That sounds better. Schmiel, schlong. Schmiel, schmiel, schmazel. Schmiel, schmazel. Awesome pepper corporate. I said that to them yesterday. Can I pet your dog? I'm like, schmiel, schmazel. Awesome pepper corporate. Booby. So good looking dog, huh? It's good looking. I suppose if you like like things that don't fit in packages. But yeah, it was uh, so we don't hate the Jews. Our dog Frank does, and that's nothing we've trained him to do. He's an anti-Semitic terrier. Didn't know we had one. So when the rocket took off, did Mel Brooks come off the Inquisition? Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it felt. I mean, I felt like an idiot, but I took off, man. It happened like ten it's feet. Loud. It was crazy, and it and it's unexpected. I just ran with my head down like a mash helicopter was landing. What was that? <laughs> And then I'm, and you, know, you heard it across the park too. Come on, come on! Like people were like, "What are you doing?" And the guy was just <laughs> like, uh, "Rubes and their explosions." <laughs> Nobody that, cares. That would have been worse if he had a bullhorn. Countdown. Ten, no, it would have been better if he had a bullhorn. Attention, said, everybody! I'm about to launch a rocket. Don't be afraid. It's going to get loud. Okay, everybody would have been fine with it. The dude's fishing, and I don't know if you fish for food or. Fun at Granada Park. I don't know what you're fishing for in there. Carp. Couldn't have been good for uh, the fishermen and their nice quiet atmosphere. Is it bluegill? What's in there? Carp. It's just bluegill. Maybe occasional bass. But isn't carp known as the fish? It's just a big vein of... You filter fish in there. (laughs) (laughs) Brett keeps it alive. (laughs)
<laughs> Keep the ball in the air. It's, yes, it's good filter. <laughs> it's prepared. It's like a tilapia. Only thought of the It's all finished. I cooked no good filter. Not everybody fishing was a Jew. <laughs> I don't know who every like, and a guy was fly fishing, practicing fly practicing, fishing. Yeah, okay, maybe get a hit. How do you know if you're good at it? Uh, by uh, the casting, it's all isn't, the technique. But isn't the part of being good at fishing getting a fish? Um, not when you you know when you're practicing fly fishing. He's just working on the casting. I just need to see a fish. For here. one day, he can be able to sing that. Yeah, you don't have any skills fly fishing outside of just being good with a light whip. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. It's, there's no skill involved in not catching a fish fly fishing. How do you know if you're any good? You, you can develop really bad habits. Yeah, my he brother-in-law practices in his yard. That makes sense. And then you take it to the yeah. real thing. But putting it in an actual lake, you're like, you're wasting everybody's time. There's nothing in there that's going to jump up and grab a fly. That's <laughs> not happening. There's people chucking bread and food in that lake all the time. But the fishermen, they're everywhere. There's like six or seven at a time at the and lake. And they love dropping them in there. I don't get Spe- it. Even on the canals. That I don't understand at all. What are you pulling out of there and eating? Ish. Life's rough. That is not a. Would you imagine going to? Would, even you would say no to a new friend inviting you to dinner. Ten pound Japanese carp. <laughs> we're, we're having some koi fish out of the canal. You're doing what then? Hey, we're the new family in town. Would you like to come over for dinner? You know I would, new friend. This is great. What's on the plate? I uh, got some canal fish we pulled out Thursday. <laughs> You'd try it. My phone would ring. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I got to go. You can deep fry that? What are we going to do with it? How are we going to prop that up? We just figured we'd deep fry it. Ooh, waffle batter. I'm there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, canal fishes. I sometimes see those people and I'm like, what do you do with the fish you catch out of Granada Park? Do you eat them? Ugh. Ugh carp yeah, are the worst, it. too. Jake. They're just huge scales. The vein, yeah, they're just gross fish, and the the vein in the middle, from what I understand, is like cell phone thick. Yeah, you can get rid of the mud vein just easy, but it's full yeah. of oh, sh- you got some. That's all that thing is in the middle is a full on sewer pipe surrounded by giant fish scales. Black. That doesn't sound so bad now. So if you guys want to test Brady's love of food, some nuggies, tots. A little canal fish, and I think you got yourself a new friend. I'll do it. There'll be plenty of fish left over. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's just today. Let's just say, and uh, for, you know, sake of all the arguing, it is gefilte fish. That's the only <laughs> acceptable answer I've heard so far. And I don't even know. Is, See? It, is gefilte an actual fish, or is yeah. that the preparation of one after uh, the fish? Uh, yeah, I thought <laughs> it was the preparation. It's a dish made from poached yeah. mixture of ground deboned fish. Uh, carp, whitefish, or pike. Oh, yeah. there you go. They're in there. Yeah. See? Juice was pulling right. out gefilte fish. You're not wrong. <laughs> Did you catch dinner yet? Hi, I'm here. with the gefilte. How many carp did you grab? They went to the deli and it's like, that's expensive. I didn't catch it. Yeah, I could catch this. It's $8. We'll go over to uh, Granola. 
Uh, grab a line, and then Watch they pull it up. Rockets. And then you can't use any machines to blend it up, so you got to grind that fish by hand on the weekends, at least. I'd wait till Monday for fish till I can use a blender again. They're not allowed to have any operational button pushing going on Saturday. That's a rough one, man. But I got stick, the stick to itiveness I admire. I'm not a religious man, but I always like when somebody reads the book and says, This is what it says. I ain't varying from it. The wool suits, the hats, the hair, the no electronics or, you know, everything's manually operated on Saturday. I, I don't know why your God would want that, but that's how it works. And they stick to it. Proud of them. Sorry about the rockets from our goyim idiot friends. I'm not one of those. And I'm sorry about my anti-Semitic terrier. It happens. And, uh, I'm, and I'm sorry. It's a big weekend of apologies. Sorry to Jeremy and uh, Stephanie. And the dog is mine. Apparently, uh, everybody's saying those were F-35s that were flying over that what that was? Because Man. of uh, the, they were doing formations and all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff for the uh, veterans. For veterans, they parades yeah. and stuff. That's what I figured. But I'm like, they wouldn't do a stealth bomber. But these things, man, they're in a formation that was so tight that it was one long sliver when I finally found, oh, wow. found them in the air. Like, that was amazing. And they were low. And that probably makes sense. I think they had a Veterans Day parade over on Central. That makes sense that they'd bail out, kind of roll around. But man, oh man, was that loud. Scared me to death. Scared me to death. They decided to do a, a big power loop then. Or, or, hey, Maybe. we're out flying. Or you had yours out there from your side. Yeah. You got a base out there and you got an airport. Some, they might just cut around. We well, got more than just a couple. They're louder than normal. Oh, it was low. That was the scariest part. I, I literally thought a commercial airliner was going to crash. And it seemed like it never stopped being noisy. It was pretty cool, though. So happy belated uh, Veterans Day to all the veterans. Everybody that came by and did that. And also, K1. Webster. Getting it done yesterday. Way to go, Kyler Murray. Now, Cardinal fans are mad at me. Josh from Action Ride Shop asked me that. Would you, would you trade Kenny Pickett for Kyler Murray? I'm like, at this point, no. Because I don't know about Kyler's brain. But I've said this from the beginning to Cardinal fans who have quit on him. It's Cliff Kingsbury's fault. If you can coach out of him what Kingsbury coached into him, which was just uh, unbearable prick. I think that both of them had a little case of that. And you get a coach in there that takes his head and says, hey, you're not in charge of anything around here. Like the team tried to do with the video game thing, but that just was a mess. And then he was in on trades and had finalization of what No, 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 no. You need a coach that tells Kyler, here's how things are going to be, and I don't want to hear any lip from you at all. I just want suggestions. No complaining. Kyler's the best athlete on the field at any given time. He proved it again yesterday on that play. He scrambled 70 yards to get 13 and got a first down that kept that thing alive so they could win the game. That's not a very good football team. And they beat a team that's probably a little better than them, but not by much. But well, Kyler- they would have beat them by two or three scores if Dobbs was still there. <laughs> well, Dobbs is magic in Minnesota, but that's because he's got a lot around him. <laughs> Dobbs needs help. No, Jada Pinkett gets going. Play, he's playing, but he got solved yesterday in the third quarter. It was the first half of like, really, Josh? I think every team's like Joshua Dobbs is playing well. Come on! In the second half, he did a whole lot of nothing and made that one close. But Kyler Murray can help the Cardinals with a few more good games here going out of the season. Not have to draft a quarterback next year and be smart and start filling this roster with players for Kyler. Now maybe he's matured. Now, I don't know him, but from what I'm guessing, uh, Cliff Kingsbury gave him too much juice. That's why Pouty Kyler was always Pouty Kyler. If this new, I like this new coach. If Gannon can make it so it's like, hey, asshole, no pouting around me. 
And none of that baby crap. You're not in charge of a single thing here. He showed it yesterday a couple times. Those knees are fine. And he was fast. That dude is Made fast. Made the tackle on the interception. Yeah, he threw a bad pick, but there's yeah. rust on there. There's Came rust on there. Came back and took the guy down. Yeah, they won the game. And that's, you know, outside of that weird Cowboys game, you can praise Josh Dobbs all you want. They were over, with the exception of the Cowboys laying down for him one game. He came back one game, rust on the, rust on the pipes, and beat somebody. So, you know, slowly figuring, they ain't going anywhere, you know that, but this is a nice little five-week, six-week audition for Kyler before you start saying, all right, what do we have here, and do we keep it? He's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. I say that all day. Lamar's getting all this props and credit because they've been dying to make Lamar Jackson the greatest quarterback of all time since the day he got in the league, and he's not. He's a great runner. He's a great athlete. But if Kyler's got, you know, downfield skill, I, I don't know, Cardinal fans. I would consider it because you've seen what it's like without him, and you've seen what it's like with him for one game. Maybe with the new coach and the new offense. I kind of liked watching him. He was fun. Entertainment, that's for darn sure. Putting the Cardinals fans' hopes up. I know. And that's what this guy even says. He said, John, I was with you last week. Kyler won the same weekend. Call of Duty 3 comes out. Hats off to the little guy. And Victory Monday's upon you. Guess what he gets to do all day? Play Call of Duty 3. The new coach has got to be thrilled with him. Great reward system. Awesome reward system. That's how it works in football. You get your controller back on Monday if you beat the Falcons on Sunday. And that's exactly what happened. Good job, kid. Yeah, Cardinal fans, I know. You're up and down with everything. but And also, we'd be remiss in not saying that the biggest thing in sports this weekend, the third-tier low-level soccer squad, the Phoenix Rising, won some sort Champions. of championship of third-tier low-level soccer. It's not exactly MLS or the Feeder League 2 MLS or the one below that or even below that. It's, it's like the fourth... Like, if you go to European soccer, there's like 10 leagues better. Then there's MLS here in the United States. Then there's something else. And then there's what the rising play. Winners. That, they're the champions of it. <laughs> also, a week ago, if you remember, uh, I don't remember if it was Sal Point or uh, Highland or Red Mountain. Uh, they won the girls' flag football championship. Equally as important, by the way, as uh, the Phoenix Rising title. And the better part about that flag football is you don't have to pay to get in. What would be more important or significant? Would it be the Rising or the Mercury Championship? Well, Rising because it's men. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> it's a it's a sport where you can't just sit back and go, oh, a bunch of high school kids would beat them. High school kids would not beat the Rising. That's the difference. To the next level. It is a step above what I your kids they are doing. Do, um, they'd probably beat most college teams at that oh, yeah. level. Oh, yeah. I think so. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would be they're they're a professional sport. Yeah. It's just we're getting like, you know, it's just like most uh single A baseball, double A baseball teams are going to beat the tar out of most college teams, all college teams really, because they're all guys who would have dominated their colleges, most of them. They skipped college because they were too good for college. And they're still trying to break into the bigs. So that's kind of what this is. It's like double A or triple A soccer. Like the pro golf, the different tours that they have. Right. And some of them are like not the third worth one down. Yeah. And some of them suck. You got to win to move right. up. And, you know, eh. but it's the, congratulate. I'm going to get emails. Congratulations to the rising or uh, to their fans. I say congratulatitos. I don't know how to say it. 
Congratulations, El Rising, though. I'm sure you guys enjoyed drumming in scarves and screaming as if you were an actual soccer game participant. I want to see that ring. You see the cup. The, the cup ring. they had, I think they got at the container store. I saw them rise. I was laughing. They raised it up. I'm like, that thing's plastic. I'm almost positive of it. So, big sports weekend there if you lump in the Risings Championship, which I don't think they'll have a parade. If they do, let's put it on High Street or something where it's just a mall. Let's just maybe down the middle of Biltmore. How about that? That's not good. Diana Taurasi Way down there. <laughs> or, yeah, just march them down Diana Taurasi Way. The two most meaningless moments in sports history in Phoenix. And then, you know, or actually put it where it goes. Just march them through Guadalupe. They seem to look, <laughs> they like soccer. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800, a good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.